In today's episode, I'm going to talk about the progress on games, not goals. The new goal setting technique I'm trying to create to make it easier to actually reach my goals and let you know what's working, what hasn't worked, and a little tip that's really clicked over the weekend that I know will help you succeed. Okay, guys, let's dig in. So you may have remembered that in previous a few previous episodes at the beginning of 2019, I talked about trying to get um, trying to start creating better ways of setting goals. Now, goal setting is a real challenge uh, for many people, including dyslexics, um, to actually get the most out of yourself. You know, the, the biggest thing I know when I talk to someone who has dyslexia is they have this gut feeling that they're not reaching their potential. They know they've, they've got so much more to give um, and they can take and give back more from this world, but there's so much chaos in their lives. I was speaking to a friend recently and they were going through the same turmoil um, about what they should do, how should they succeed. Um, and it got me thinking about myself. I felt a similar way. It, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a weird feeling. Um, it's not a day-to-day thing. It's, a, it's, a, it's this feeling that, hey, I've, I'm just not even close to reaching my potential. And it, you can sit in, this, sit in this zone for a very long time I get a feeling you could sit in this zone for the whole of your life. Um, so I, I thought about it. Um, how can I critically think through this? How can I start testing and experiencing new things in life? And look at what I've learned. So I started this, this idea of how do you set games in your life as opposed to these goals? Because goals can be challenging. You throw something out and say at the beginning of the year and say, in 12 months, I will do this. Uh, and what I always found is there was a challenge to, um, one, stay focused on those goals. Uh, dyslexics have shiny object uh, syndrome, where we see a new shiny object or something that interests us, and we run off down a different path. So very fixed goals uh, are hard. Not only that, we're very, we learn so quickly through experiences. Those experiences may change what we want. Um, in our goals, um, and we may find something else that motivates us more. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like I actually used to think there was something wrong with me, that I uh, couldn't focus and I was useless. I used to have that real gut feeling until I realized that's just who I am. <laughs> so I've been spending a lot of time trying to work through this process of how do I set these goals so that I actually stick to them or I'm at least not feeling... Uh, like I'm underachieving or I'm I'm useless. Yeah, I don't want to feel that way. So I started setting games. What's a game I can play? And there's there's going to be more on this in the future, but I wanted to share a couple of key learnings that I've learned uh, since starting this. And the first the first uh, big learning I've I've picked up is that I need to look at um, the first three months is the is the feeling I'm getting, but it could be longer where the goals are actually not going to be fixed. So when you start a year, what you sometimes do in December or January is you go, I'm going to set three or four or five or ten big goals for the year that I'm going to work my way through and try and achieve. And that's how I used to do it. I used to start with ten goals that I wanted to achieve. Da, 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 da. Some were big, some were small. And then I'd achieve nearly none of them. 
I'd have a lot of other success in my life and a lot of other failure, but I'd always feel like, hey, I've missed, I've, I've kind of missed a bunch of these by the end of the year, and then I'd reset them and probably still not achieve them. So it wasn't really working. <laughs> so what I've learned this year is, as I've kind of continued to go on, I have learned that less goals make more sense. So three or four goals maximum are what I'm going to focus on. You know, so I can actually remember what they are. It's very easy if you've got 10 to forget what you're even doing. So three or four is definitely one thing. The second thing is keeping them fluid. What I've noticed over the last two months, um, and I'm going to say three just because it's a nice round number, but over the last two months is I've adjusted those goals repeatedly. Um, as I've seen things in myself and learned things about what I want, um, I've reworded them. I've changed the way they look. Um, and, and I'll tell you a little bit about what I've changed. So let me give you an example. One of my, one of my goals was to lose weight. I wanted to lose about 8 kgs this year. And I had it down on my list and I've continuously not achieved it. I've probably gone down a little bit so far, but we're talking a kg maybe. And I've continually bounced up and down. And I kind of sat there and go, why is this happening? And what's working and what hasn't? So what, what had worked is um, I've started to apply uh, new routines. That's been the win I've had is, is these small wins that I've applied. So I've started drinking water in the morning as opposed to coffee straight away. I've started breaking my fast um, in the morning with a protein shake. And I focused on just repeating those routines. And, and those have been good for me. So those have been wins. So what I've realized is these like sub goals have been very useful and effective. Um, but what I've also realized is the goal to just lose weight. It's such a, it's, it's easy to picture that. I must say it's easy to picture it, but it doesn't have a huge amount of emotional energy behind it. It just really doesn't have a lot of why would I actually get in and focus and do this. Um, and so it's hard to stay on track. You know, it's, it's visualizing me having lost weight. That's nice. Why, why is that important? And, and I, st I started this at the beginning. Why is it important? And I wrote some stuff down. And, you know, looking at it now, it was just bullshit. Mind my language. But it was not right. It wasn't actually... There was no power behind it for me to actually action it. It was what I... It was what dyslexics do so well. We can verbalize stuff. In, in, in a way that sounds like we know what we're talking about or that we care about something. But deep down inside of us, we don't always have that same feeling. Um, and I looked at it and I was really hard on myself and said, no, that's not right. It's not actually, uh, that's not going to drive me to do it. So I went and said, okay, what would drive me? What do I want? And what I realized is in, in football, I, I've really enjoyed playing goalkeeper over um, the summer season. And what I, what I want to do going forward is I want to become a really good goalkeeper. I love it. Why can't I be a better goalkeeper now than I was five years ago? And I'm 33, I'm 34 next month. So um, it makes sense. Like if, I, if I, I've got more experience in life and how it all works, um, and I can see now what I'm missing from my goalkeeping to make me, myself better. And why can't I achieve that? And one of those things is fitness. But it's a different it's a different goal. It's losing weight will be definitely part of it, but it's more about getting fit. 
And that interests me. How can I do it for that specific thing? So it means flexibility. You know, imagine me in a, in a yoga downward dog pose, you know, kind of how do I get that flexibility in goal? Um, and one of that is, is you know, oh, being fitter or losing weight is part of that puzzle. Um, and that's a sub goal of that goal. Does that make sense? It's trying to, it's trying to make the major goal something that you actually want. Um, another goal was to pay off debt. Now, I have done a lot of small things this year around managing money, and I'm still seeing these routines that I'm placing working very effectively. It's kind of like um, you plug a small pro, you change, add a program into your uh, computer. It just keeps running by itself, and the result comes over time in small amounts. So that's working. But again, it's not something that, you know, I have enough cash flow to pay my debts uh, monthly. I have enough cash flow. So it doesn't, there's no pain associated with it. You know, it would be nice to lose, to use that debt up, to pay that debt off. But it's not driving me to go, well, I need to earn X number of dollars to pay it off uh, or, or else. And so I was like, okay, there's not enough emotional energy. I kind of want it. I'm willing to make some small changes. But in and itself, I'm not going to drive myself. But what I have, so what I did is I went, okay, what do I actually want? What is the, why is paying my debt off important? Why, what can't I do if I've got that here? And I thought about it. Do I want to buy a house? And the answer was maybe, but again, not enough energy. So one thing I've been planning with my partner is we're looking at doing this idea of six months in the United Kingdom and in, in England and six months in New Zealand. And <clears throat> one of the things there is, I can't, if I have a big chunk of debt behind me, it's going to make that a lot harder because my cash flow won't be available. So, you know, I could be, I could be throwing a few hundred dollars away a week into these things and that'll be painful. And it, and it makes me feel tied to New Zealand. And I really feel like that. And it's not that New Zealand's a bad place, don't get me wrong, but it stops me from being able to do that in my head. So changing my goal to, uh, setting a date by April next year, we can do the six month, six month uh, concept in the UK and New Zealand. That's driving me now to go, okay, how do I pay this debt off? You know, that's the first step. If I can, along with other little changes, what do I have to do? So what I'm trying to say is, you know, the first three months of the year, even if you set goals a couple of months ago, revisit them. Do they have emotional energy for you? You'll know that in the last two months. Have you been driven to complete them? If not, how do you rework them so they, they do have that emotional energy, which is so vital? And really ask yourself, what do you want? Not what your family wants, what your friends want, what you think you should want. Because if the emotional energy is not there, you can't take responsibility to achieve them. And you're basically setting yourself up for failure. So that's quite a long podcast this morning, but I... um. I really think it's a valuable, valuable thing to consider um, in your life. And I hope that's um, added some value to your day. Uh, if you like the podcast, make sure you share it, truthaboutdyslexia.com. Um, and have an epic rest of your week.